Welcome to the third season of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the founder, host, and teacher, Dr. Kamala D. This ministry is here to teach you Bible truth. Teaching truth allows you to grow in faith and learn how to walk in God's amazing grace. I sometimes read entire books in the Bible so you can know the story, not just the scripture. I also teach a series about a certain subject, so I want you to invite family and friends. Get your Bibles, grab a pen and paper so you can take notes. Now sit back, relax, and learn Bible truth. day learning bible truth listeners today is june the 5th i am your host and teacher of learning bible truth ministries and yes for those of you who have been asking i am doing well i had surgery on the 31st and everything went well i am not one to put my business all in the streets uh, they had to uh, convince me to have surgery. And when I say they, I mean doctors and personal friends of mine who are doctors. And I shared my medical history with them. And they said, well, no, we think you, you should have this surgery. And I did. And, and, and all went well to God be all the glory. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The healing power of God is still in effect. Yes, it is. And I, I, I want to openly thank the angels that God put around me. My sister, Cynthia, who makes sure that I have everything. Uh, my best friend, Marty, for 40 years. Uh, Marty, her, her name is Marcella. My spiritual daughter, Shannon, whom I call Shay Shay. And a good friend of mine in Christ, uh, Salvia. She has been checking on me every day. Anything you need, just let me know. So I am surrounded by a, a group of supporters that I believe are angels. So may God bless them. May God keep them. Hallelujah. Now let's get this truth on the road. We are embarking on a little small series I decided to share because I knew I was having surgery. And that has by no means slowed my studying because I stay in the word all the time. That is what keeps me. That is what sustains me. The word of God does. And um, I'm sharing this race, religion and racism series that was uh, shared by the apostle Frederick Casey Price Sr. He was Dr. Price at the time. He started that series back in 1997. I think it ended mid 1998. It was a very long series. And uh, I went through a bunch of CDs yesterday. And uh, to see which ones I want to share, we are sharing the re, uh, religion section. And I went through a bunch of them. And a lot of them are very repetitive, which is why I skipped a lot of CDs. So I'm going to share one that I think is, is beneficial. And he will be uh, exposing the root system of, of color prejudice and, and racism as a socially learned phenomenon in the church, how its root got in the church and spread like poison. And uh, as a result of this series back in 1997, millions of people heard the truth finally and knew they had been misled in the scriptures because they don't look 
and read the scriptures themselves. You could never be deceived if you follow scripture, which is one of the reasons why I share scriptures on my ministry page. And for those of you who don't know, you can follow Learning Bible Truth Ministries on Facebook, on Instagram, on Tumblr, and on Twitter. It's under Learning Bible Truth Ministries. Okay. So with that said, let's get this truth on the road. Religion, I'm in the religion section, and my purpose in this section, a part of it, is to find out the root systems of racism. Racism, or actually what we're really talking about is is color, ethnic and color prejudice that goes under the general title of racism. I've already covered the part that indicates racism actually is an economic thing. But uh, in this country, racial prejudice or color prejudice goes under the general heading of racism. And so this is what uh, I'm talking about. And the Lord has directed me to show clearly and extensively how people have come in our present day to have the kind of attitudes that they have about people of other ethnic origins. And of course, in America, the primary thing has been black and white. Now, I didn't start it, and you didn't start it, we didn't start it, but we are the beneficiaries of the aftermath of it, of almost 400 years of it. Now, it had to have a beginning, it had to have an origin, it had to have a place that it started. It is not genetically transmitted because if it were, then everybody would be racial and ethnic prejudice against somebody else. And we know that everybody is not. I certainly am not, never have been. Even though a black person in this society and having been mistreated over the years and personally have had many encounters with racism in our country, I have never developed a hatred a dislike for anybody of any other ethnic group. So I know I can't be the only one. I know my children are not because we never taught it in our family. So I know there's a few folk and I have to believe that there are more. So if it's a genetic thing, like the melanin in our skin is genetically transmitted, then racism or racial prejudice would be transmitted to everybody. So everybody would have it. So I don't believe that. I believe that it's a socially learned phenomenon. It's, it's transmitted socially by word of mouth, by printed page, and unfortunately in this country, from the pulpits of churches. Now, I am examining, and I, I will soon be finished with this, and those of you that are tired of hearing it, just you, you go ahead and take your naps. I, I'll give you a permission to nap. You, if you're tired of hearing about this, you don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, fine, but I, I feel, when I say feel, I sense that I have been directed by God to do this. So somebody, somewhere, somehow needs this. You may not, but you're not the only person in under the sound of my voice, either in the building or via television. So don't be so selfish and self-centered and feel like you're the only important person here, so we should bow to your wishes. 
Another day, another time, another place, but not now. <laughs> now, I'm dealing with notes on the Acts of the Apostles in a reference study Bible called Dake's Annotated Reference Bible, very popular Bible. Many thousands of copies have been sold since its first printing in 1963, over a 35-year period. And there are some things in the notes of this Bible that are a concern to me. And I believe that we need to examine them thoroughly and ferret out anything that smacks of racism or that could be used as a root system to perpetuate it. Mr. Dake lists 30 reasons for segregation of races, and uh, we're talking about these. Last time, uh, we finished up on number 15. Number 15 was miscegenation caused Israel to be cursed. Now, we read the scriptures that were given by Mr. Dake. We won't look at them now. Judges chapter 3, verses 6 and 7 and Numbers chapter 25, verses 1 through 8. And there was and is nothing, say nothing. nothing, absolutely nothing in those references that speaks to the issue of Israel being cursed because of miscegenation. Now, for those of you that don't understand that word, it is primarily a word that's been coined and used in this nation in reference to blacks and whites intermarrying. That's its primary use in our society down through the years has been as it applied to blacks and whites intermarrying. So miscegenation means marrying someone other than your own ethnicity. But in this country, primarily blacks and whites. Mr. Dakes is saying to us, that the races are ordained of God to be segregated, another interesting racist word that's used. And then in this particular number 15, miscegenation caused Israel to be cursed. We looked at the scriptures and we found nothing in there about Israel being cursed as a result of marrying outside their ethnicity. We found out that it, they, they, they were in problems and continue to have problems because they intermarried with people of another worship order, and those people influenced Israel to turn away from the true and living God. It was because of idol worship, not because of the color of anybody's skin. Now, with that in mind, we go to number 16. I quote, this was Solomon's sin. End of quote. Now, you see, we have to backtrack because he's, he's flowing with these 30 reasons. And so he said in number 15, miscegenation caused Israel to be cursed. In other words, Israel was cursed because of intermarriage. Then he goes to number 16 and says, this was Solomon's sin. I have to interpret that to mean that number 16 is based on number 15. Did you get that? Okay, let's, let me say that again. Number 15 is miscegenation caused Israel to be cursed. The scriptures that were given does not say. They do not say that. They do not support that. Then in number 16, he goes on to say, this was Solomon's sin. What was Solomon's sin? 
intermarriage, marrying outside of his ethnic group. All right, as I have continued to say, if that's true, then the scriptural scripture verses that he gives to support it should say that. Is that reasonable? Is that fair? Is that ethical? Okay, because see, he said it, I didn't. First Kings chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Now, if you stop right there, then Mr. Dake's proposition would be justifiable. And you are programmed instinctively to do things because of that programming, then there is no intelligence behind that as such. But if I do something, I would do it with a reason behind it. So I have to believe that God had a reason. So if God said, don't intermarry, and you know there had to be a very good reason, why? Because the people that God told Israel not to intermarry with were people he created. So if there's something wrong with them intrinsically, then there's something wrong with God because he made them. So if they're inferior or deficient, they have to be because that's the way God made them. And that bird won't fly. Okay, watch this. Let's go on now. Verse 2. From the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn your heart after their what? Say, I can't hear you. Verse 2, from the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his what? Heart. The very thing God told them not to do for that very reason. Verse 3, again, and he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wife turned away his heart. For it was so when Solomon was old that his wife turned his heart after other ethnic groups. Other skin colors. What? When Solomon was old, that his wife turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Shemosh, the abomination of Moab on the hill that is east of Jerusalem and for Molech, 
the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrifice to their skin color. Now I have to stop here and interject. Now it is clear. This is why I always tell you to watch these commentaries in these study Bibles because they will say one thing in the commentary and give scriptural references, but you don't go read them. And what Fred Price did was pull out the scriptures that were, were listed in the date uh, annotated reference study Bible to show everyone that the scriptures did not match the commentary. So either Mr. Dake didn't understand the Bible or he was purposefully trying to mislead people into thinking that God supports segregation. God does not support segregation. Um, Solomon's sin and the reason why he angered God is because Solomon went after idol gods. That's what he did. The women that he fell in love with, they were worshiping idol gods and Solomon left the true and living God to worship idol gods. Now let's pick up at verse nine. Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel who had a, appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other what? Yes. No, ethnic groups, yes. skin colors. Yes. But he did not keep what the Lord had commanded him. Now, these are the scriptures that Mr. Day gives to support the fact that Israel and ultimately Solomon was cursed because of intermarriage or miscegenation. Not I true. didn't see that in there. Not true at all. Maybe I missed something. Y'all help me out. Now, here, here's why, again, I've said it before and I'll say it over and over again. Here's why I believe God wants me to go over this because see, there are white people. Now, please don't be offended by this. I, I, I can only imagine that it has to, it has to, it has to perhaps hurt. It has to prick you. But no, pick up on my heart. I would never ever do anything purposely to hurt you or hurt your feelings. I would never do that because I have nothing I can gain by it. But the thing has to be dealt with. Uh, I mean, it has to be dealt with. And the only reason I, it, it looks like it's not even a matter of blaming just to find someone to blame, but I'm sorry. It was not the black man that enslaved the white man in this country. And it is not the black man that said white folks are inferior. I'm sorry, this other way around. And a lot of you that are modern people, black and white alike, you don't know that, see? You have no idea. And so people say, well, don't go to the past and don't bother the past. Yes, we do. We have to go to the past because the past has resulted in the future or in the present. And if we continue business as usual, then we'll simply perpetuate into the future what we have now that was perpetuated back there in the past, which at that time was the present. And there are black, white people and black people that believe that races should not mix just because of this kind of thinking. Because it's against God. It's against the Bible. Now, I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. I'm not promoting interracial marriage. I don't give a care. I'm already married. So it's of no value to me one way or the other. 
Are you following me? But I, my, my thing is, what's your problem that it matters to you when it doesn't matter to God? That's my point. Why are you upset about it and God's not? Are you getting this? All right, here's his next scripture. Well, that's the only one that he had for that. Uh, let's go to number 17. We, we found out that Solomon's sin was not intermarriage, but because of the turning away to idol gods. Now, see, this, this Bible expositor has taught through his Bible for 35 years that, God, that Solomon's reason for getting in problem was because he miscegenated. And see, that's not true. That, that's a lie that has to be exposed and rooted out. All right, reason number 17. This was the sin of Jews returning from Babylon. What was the sin? Miscegenation, race mixing. That was the sin. According to Mr. Dave. All right, let's look at the scriptures that he gives. Ezra chapter 9. See, miscegenation or interracial marriage is only important to races. They're the only ones that care. People that are not racist basically don't care one way or the other. Huh? So only people that have racist tendencies, color prejudice tendencies, are ones that want to make a big issue out of this. See? And so this was a, see, notice how, notice how cleverly these words are used. Miscegenation caused Israel to be cursed. Number 15. Number 16, this was Solomon's sin. Are you getting this? Number 17, this was the sin of Jews returning from Babylon. See how they want to make it a sin. So all, you, all of you interracial couples, as I said last time, all y'all are in sin, according to Mr. Dake. Y'all in sin. Okay. Ezra chapter 9, follow along. Now, this was the sin of Jews returning from Babylon. So, when we read these scriptures, we should find something in there about the fact that interracial marriage was a sin. Okay? Nothing else but interracial marriage. All right? Chapter 9 verse 1 and it goes from chapter 9 verse 1 to chapter 10 verse 2 this 15, 16 17 verses all right when these things were done the leaders came to me saying the people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands with respect to the abominations of the Canaanites the Hittites the Perizzites the Jebusites the Ammonites the Moabites the Egyptians and the Amorites now pick up on this we, you, he used this scripture in another reference. But I want you to pick up on this because you need to see why. You need to understand the reasons why. Because the man, Mr. Dake said, is for this reason. 
then the Bible should say the same thing. If he gives us the Bible to use as a proof text, that only seems reasonable. But now pick up on this. Verse 1, when these things were done, the leaders came to me saying, the people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands with respect to the abominations. Did you get that? So, and we don't, we can't go through all of it, but if you go through other parts of the Bible, and we've looked at a few references, the abomination were the, the false worship or the gods of these different nations because it says right here, from the people of the lands with respect to their skin color. See, are you following this? In respect to the abominations of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. Verse 2, for they have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons, so that the holy seed is mixed with the peoples of these lands. Indeed, the hand of the leaders and rulers has been foremost in this trespass. So when I heard this thing, I tore my garment and my robe and plucked out some of the hair of my head and beard and sat down astonished. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of the God of Israel assembled to me because of the transgression of those who had been carried away captive. And I sat astonished until the evening sacrifice. At the evening sacrifice, I arose from my fasting and having torn my garment and my robe, I fell on my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord, my God. And I said, oh, my God, I am too ashamed and humiliated to lift up my face to you, my God, for our iniquities have risen higher than our heads and our guilt has grown up gone grown up to the heaven since the days of our fathers to this day we have been very guilty for and for our iniquities we our kings and our priests have been delivered into the hand of the kings of the lands of the sword to captivity to plunder or let me say it uh, been delivered into the hand of the kings of the lands to the sword to captivity to plunder and to humiliation as it is this day and now for a little while, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a peg in his holy place that our God may enlighten our eyes and give us a measure of revival in our bondage. For we were slaves, yet our God did not forsake us in our bondage, but he extended mercy to us in the sight of the kings of Persia to revive us, to repair the house of our God, to rebuild its ruins, and to give us a wall in Judah and Jerusalem. And now, O oh our God, what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken your commandments, which you commanded by your servants, the prophets, saying, The land which you are entering to possess is an unclean land with the uncleanness of the people of the lands, with their skin colors and ethnicities, their abominations, which have filled it from one end to the other with their impurity. I just want to interject right here. That's one of the reasons I've been editing out because uh, Fred Price with his sarcasm, I mean, skin color and ethnicities is not in there, but he's trying to put the knife in the back and turn it letting people know that Dake was not telling the truth. Skin color and ethnicities is not written in the Bible. It was in reference to their abominations. Therefore, do not give your daughters as wives for their sons, nor take their daughters to your sons and never seek their peace for or prosperity, that you may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it as an inheritance to your children forever. And after all that has come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great guilt, since you, our God, have punished us less than our iniquities deserve and have given us such deliverance as this, should we again break your commandments and join in marriage with the people committing these abominations 
Okay, watch it now. Now pick up on that. Pick up on that now, verse 14. Should we again break your commandments and join in marriage with the people committing these abominations? Did you get that? See, the, the problem was not the people as such, but their abominations. And of course, you can't separate people from their abominations. So if you want to stay away from their abomination, you stay away from the people. Now, the abominations of crack, heroin, and cocaine are dispensed by the dealer on the corner. So if I want to stay away from the abomination of the crack, the cocaine, and the heroin, I stay away from the corner from the person that's peddling the stuff. Can you see that? So you have to stay away from people if their abominations get you in trouble. Did you get that? All right, verse 15. Oh, Lord, God of Israel, you are righteous, for we are left as a remnant as it is this day. Here we are before you in our guilt, though no one can stand before you because of this. Chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. Now, while Israel was praying and while he was confessing, weeping and bowing down before the house of God, a very large assembly of men, women, and children gathered to him from Israel, for the people wept very bitterly. And Shechaniah, the son of Jehiel, one of the sons of Elam, spoke up and said to Ezra, We have trespassed, trespassed against our God and have taken pagan wives from the peoples of the land. Yet now there is hope in Israel in spite of this. Now, pick up on that last word, that last verse. Notice again. Notice again. Lost my place. Notice again. Verse 2. The latter part of the verse, and have taken pagan wives. Now, why didn't they just say wives of the land or wives of other ethnic groups? But notice the word pagan because that's where the problems were. The pagan worship, not the people as such. However, if the dealer is peddling that stuff and you want to stay away from the stuff, stay away from the dealer. That makes sense? All right. I didn't see anything in there about miscegenation as such being the sin of the children of Israel. Did you see that in there? All right. Let's look at verses of that second chapter, verses 10 through 18. Eight verses. Then Ezra the priest stood up and said to them, You have transgressed and have taken pagan wives, adding to the guilt of Israel. Now therefore make confession to the Lord God of your fathers and do his will. Separate yourselves from the people of the land and from the pagan wives. Separate yourself from the dope pusher, the dope dealer, the drug dealer. Okay? Verse 12. Then all the assembly answered and said with a loud voice, Yes, as you have said, so we must do. But there are many people. It is the season for heavy rain, and we are not able to stand outside, nor is this the work of one or two days, for there are many of us who have transgressed in this matter. Please let the leaders of our entire assembly stand, and let all those in our cities who have taken pagan wives come at appointed time together with the elders and judges of their cities until the fierce wrath of our God is turned away from us in this matter. Only... Jonathan, the son of Ashiel, and Jehaziah, the son of Tikvah, opposed this. And Meshulam and Shebathiah, the Levite, gave them support. Then the descendants of the captivity did so. And Ezra the priest, with certain heads of the father's households, went, set apart 
were set apart by the father's household, each of them by name, and they sat down on the first day of the tenth month to examine this matter. By the first day of the first month, they finished questioning all the men who had taken pagan wives. Notice over and over again, not just wives, or, you know what, they could have said foreign wives. That would have meant different than themselves. But paganism, that was the problem. Now, let's go to Dake's, uh, his third reference here. This was the sin of the Jews returning from Babylon. Ezra chapter 13. Yeah, this be one of the reverence, references. Ezra chapter 13, verses 1 through 30. There is no chapter 13. Unbelievable, saints. Unbelievable. See, that's my point. See, we just go on glibly never checking things out there is no chapter 13 in the book of Ezra knock knock anybody home reason number 18 quote God commanded Israel to be segregated okay Sure, separated, segregated, but why? God, God would have to have a reason. I mean, intelligence would indicate, okay, why? I mean, the natural response of the people to God telling them, if in fact he told them to segregate yourself from all the rest of the nations, they would have to wonder why. Well, let's find out what Mr. Dake's reasons are, or the scriptures that he gives to support it. Go to Leviticus chapter 20. Leviticus chapter 20, page 106. See, y'all talking about, you're tired of hearing about this. Listen, if nothing else, we're at least giving you some exercise to find some books in the Bible that you didn't even know were there. <laughs> So it does have a positive value. Ezra, when Ezra, where's that? Leviticus, hmm. All right, page 106. Leviticus chapter 20. Now, get this again now. Number 18, God commanded Israel to be segregated. Now you see, if you pick that up, just that statement, God commanded Israel to be segregated. <laughs> then you would go through your whole life believing that God commanded Israel to be segregated. Therefore, God's will must be segregation. At least segregation of Israel, right? Because that's what it said. If you don't tell why, you're not being honest. So let's find out, because these are the scriptures 
that are given by Mr. Dake. Leviticus 20, 1 verse 24. But I have said to you, you shall inherit this land or their land, and I will give it to you to possess a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the peoples. Well, fine. But it, it doesn't say anything about why. And I mean, there has to be a reason why. God wouldn't just tell you to separate for no reason. So that doesn't tell me the why. Hmm. All right, look at Numbers 23. That's the next chapter, or if you can't find that one, <laughs> trade your Bible in. Numbers 23, page 141. Okay, Numbers chapter 23, one verse. Now watch this now. God commanded Israel to be segregated. Now if we follow each step back, we would have to deduce from what's been given that he commanded them to be segregated because that was Israel's sin, because that's what Solomon's sin was, because that's why Israel was cursed because of miscegenation. Are you following the steps? Mm -hmm. See, that's the progression. Okay, verse 9, chapter 23 of Numbers. For from the top of the rocks I see him, and from the hills I behold him. There, a people dwelling alone, not reckoning itself among the nations. So what's that say? Okay, go to 1 Kings chapter 8. First Kings chapter 8, page 304. Actually, 306, because there's a lot of verses there. Starts in 305, but chapter, page 306. Okay, 1 Kings 8, verse 53. For you separated them from among all the peoples of the earth to be your inheritance, as you spoke by your servant Moses when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. Now, I don't see anything in there about miscegenation being the reason. God, obviously we know from history, God chose Israel to be the channel through which he brought his word to humankind. In that sense then, he separated them out and gave them his law. But he doesn't say that miscegenation in and of itself, race mixing in other words, was a sin. You said, well, let me read it again. For you separated them from among all the people of the earth to be your inheritance. You see, not, not, to be, not to be disassociated with other ethnic groups, but just to be your inheritance. You, you picked them out and chose them to be your inheritance. 
Okay? Reason number 19. Now, now listen to this. Jews, Jews recognize as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Now get this. Jews, the Jews, recognize as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Matthew chapter 10. Page 855. Jews recognized as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Now, there, there are two parts of this. Let me, let me give you the second part because this is really, this is, this is heavy. Here it is. Jews recognize as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Equal rights in the gospel gives no right to break this eternal law. Unbelievable. So Mr. Dake says that this is eternal. It is an eternal law that Jews, because of God's choice and command, will be eternally separated. It's a law, he says. So that means they can never mix with any other ethnic groups okay let me read that again i want you to get that because when we go to the scriptures that he uses we got some challenges so god so mr dake says that israel separated from the rest of the nation is eternal to me that says it's forever okay all right here's a scripture uh matthew 10 now again let me say this because we always have new viewers and new and, and, and visit. I want you to understand, because I mean, you may not. This be your. This will be your first time here. Perhaps you don't know me, so it, it could look like all I'm doing is shooting at the man. I don't know the man, and it's not my purpose to shoot at him. From what I understand, I believe he's dead, mm -hmm. so I would not do that. But he left a legacy. He he left he left his he left his thoughts. He left his heart revealed in his words, printed. They're printed. My purpose is to find out if there's any roots of racism in this that need to be plucked up, pulled out, so that those coming after us and those in the past can realize that what they've been believing about the Word of God and about other ethnic people because of the notes that they read in that Bible are incorrect. And if we don't point it out, they can't correct. Can't do it. So I have to do this. Okay, now, Matthew chapter 10, verse 6. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
Now, if you read the context, it's Jesus sending out his disciples. And he said to them, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So what does that say about an eternal law of Israel being separated? I don't see it in there. All right, let's go to the next one. John chapter 1. Page 933. Now, when I tell you these page numbers, I don't go to them until after I tell you what they are. So I didn't already have that, and I don't have it written down. When I tell you a certain thing, then I go after that and find it. So y'all just slow. <laughs> Peace. Okay. John 11. Here we go. Jews recognized as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Equal rights in the gospel gives no right to break this eternal law. Okay. John 1, 11. John 1, 11. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. Don't tell me this is not important. Unbelievable. That's the verse that's given. To support. <laughs> now, he said equal rights in the gospel gives no right to break this eternal law. So that's saying then that even though I'm in the gospel, or let's say in Christ, then that still means that Israel, any Jewish believer, is going to be separated from the rest of the believers. I mean, that's what I get out of that. Now, I want to show you another scripture. This is not Dake. This is Fred. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Now watch this. Equal rights in the gospel gives no right to break this eternal law. According to Mr. Dake. Jews recognized as a separate people in all ages because of God's choice and command. Mr. Dake says it's the command of God that Israel stay separated forever. He said it's an eternal law. And even though we have equal rights in the gospel, he's telling us we have no right to break this eternal law. Eternal means forever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If that's true... Doesn't that say that no one else can be included in that group? I want to be sure I'm interpreting this correctly. That's what I get out of it. That means that nobody else can get in there. Because you got to be separated. The Jews have to stay with the Jews. Whether they're saved or not. Because this is a command and choice of God, and it's an eternal law that cannot be broken. <laughs> John chapter 10, verse 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, this is Jesus speaking. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. 
But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of stranger. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Mm -hmm. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life or may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he is he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep and other sheep. I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. Now who is that talking about? Us. Yes. Now I would suppose that the sheep fold is Israel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. Well, I would surmi surmise well, I that know. because at this time when Jesus spoke, there were no Christians. At that time, nobody was born again yet. But not only that, but he said, he said, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Mm -hmm. So that means they must be of another sheep fold. So if we use Israel as the present sheepfold over which he is the shepherd, then he's talking about the day is coming when I'll bring them all in. There'll only be one sheepfold and one shepherd. And we know that because Jesus Christ is the head of the body, the church, and the church is one body with one head and is made up of people from all nations, Amen. not just Israel. Amen. Knock, knock. Anybody home? Reason number 20. Get this now. Segregation. Here's that word again. Segregation between Jews and all other nations to remain in all eternity. <laughs> You didn't hear that. Segregation between Jews and all other nations to remain in all eternity. And in the scriptures that are given, there is nothing mentioned about Israel being segregated from all other nations forever. And we're going to look at those scriptures. Turn in your Bibles to It's Time to Quit. Oh, learning Bible truth, listeners and learners. That was the end of that episode. Um, uh, look, I hope you are uh, being educated about segregation as it relates 
to what the Bible says, it does not exist. Well, it doesn't exist in the terms that Mr. Dake said and Mr. Schofield, because uh, Fred Price is going to address the Schofield study Bible as well. I'm going to go through some CDs to see which ones I'm going to uh, play so that we can expedite this. But um, it does not exist in the Bible, saints. Every time that God got angry with the nation of Israel when they were mixing and marrying those from another nation, it was because of idol gods. He did not want them to start worshiping idol gods. That does not exist. They were leaving the um, presence of the true and living God to go and worship idol gods. God does not support segregation. God says, do not be unequally yoked with non-believers. He said it thousands of years ago, and that still stands today. I don't care if you are colored. You should not marry a colored person that is worshiping an idol God. I don't care if you are white. You should not be worshiping or marrying someone who worships an idol God. So that's the reason for this series. So I'm going to... Uh, share a couple of more episodes. But until then, of course, I am out on sick leave right now. I am healing uh, fast. That's the healing power of God and getting stronger every day. As you can see, there's nothing wrong with my mouth. Um, God is good. He is good all the time. God is merciful. He is full of grace. It is not God killing people. It is the devil out here wreaking havoc. You guys watch the news. The news is so depressing. I can't watch it every day. It is just too depressing. So what I do is just soak myself in the word of God. I'm always in the word of God. I'm always reading and feeding my spiritual soul. Just, just feeding my spirit, man. Uh, that's how I sustain. Yes, it is. So until next time, and I think next time will be Tuesday since I'm home. I'm going to uh, play a lot of uh, CDs tomorrow to see which ones I'm going to share because we're going to skip. We're not going to pick up where we left off here. We are going to skip some of uh, the episodes because it's very repetitive, as you can hear. And if you hear some cutoff through this episode, it's because I have been editing out certain segments of the episode because it was repetitive. So until next time, saints, walk in love. Peace out. I hope you were enlightened by this message. If you have any questions or comments about this message, you can contact us by emailing talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. If you would like to sow a seed in this growing ministry, you may access the front page on the podcast you are listening to and click on the support button. Or you can cash out the ministry at dollar sign Dr. Kamala D. That is at dollar sign capital D lowercase r capital C lowercase a m a l e capital D and donate any amount. And remember, God loves a cheerful giver, and so do we. So until next time, believers, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not the word of man. We walk by faith and not by what we see. I am your host and teacher, Dr. Kamala D., serving you with Christ Jesus, our Lord, in peace 
and love. I thank each of you for tuning in, and I hope to hear from you soon. Peace out. Still